Imagine that it's 1927 and you're in Buenos Aires. You're sitting in a cafe called Bar Fresedo, named after Osvaldo Fresedo, one of the most popular tango orchestra leaders of the day. His music is elegant and sophisticated sounding. Tango is becoming extremely popular with the upper classes. And in the cafe that bears his name, right in the middle of all the nightlife of Corrientes Avenue, the Osvaldo Fresedo Orchestra starts to play. Without Osvaldo Fresedo, that is. How could this be? Well, in 1927, it happened all the time because Fresedo had five orchestras under his name, all playing simultaneously every night. All he had to do was drop in and play a few numbers with each one before moving on. So if you stick around, you'll probably catch a glimpse. This is Tango Profiles. So how did Osvaldo Fresedo become so in demand that by the age of 30, he had five orchestras? Well, he'd gotten his start playing a concertina back in his neighborhood of La Paternal, which in those days was very modest and pretty far from the bustling downtown area. Despite his humble mailing address, Osvaldo was the son of a well-off merchant who had chosen to live in a simple, off-the-beaten-path neighborhood. Much like the history of tango itself, Fresedo's history contains a mix of humble and elite influences. And perhaps in the 1920s, as tango started to take on aristocratic connotations, musicians like Fresedo, Enrique Delfino, and Juan Carlos Cobian, all from comfortable families, were well suited to explore this new tendency. The young Osvaldo soon ditched his concertina for a proper bandonian, and before long had a quartet that featured his brother Emilio on violin. The quartet was rounded out by two guitars, played by brothers Pedro and Martin Barreto. The year was 1913, and it wasn't unusual to find guitar in mixed instrument groups. By 1917, he was playing and recording with Roberto Firpo and Francisco Canaro, two of the biggest names in tango's early era. In 1918, Fresedo had formed and debuted with his first orchestra. Two of its earliest members were Julio De Caro on violin and Pedro Mafia on bandonian. Both would be big innovators in tango performance and composition in the upcoming years, the 20s and 30s. And so Fresedo was off. By the 1920s, he was traveling abroad and making it big in Argentina. In 1925, he recorded two songs with star singer Carlos Gardel. And at that point, it was still unusual for a singer to be accompanied by an orchestra rather than by guitars. In 
1924, Fresedo played at the famous annual dance for medical residents. At the last minute, he composed a tango called Anse in commemoration of the 11th year of the dance. Anse turned out to be one of Fresedo's most beloved and long-lasting compositions. And that was it. In a few years, he had become the star bandleader with five orchestras under his command. He had a unique sound, elegant, nuanced, with expressive piano solos and refined violins. At the same time, there was something deep down that was pure tango the tango of humble origins from humble neighborhoods. And Forsato's personal style was unique enough that it influenced another great composer and bandleader, one who would follow in his footsteps. Carlos Di Sarli, the pianist from one of Forsato's five orchestras, would go on to inherit the group and in many ways, the Fresedo style. Di Sarli's style was also elegant, expressive, and refined, but with an underlying pulse that was wildly popular with tango dancers. Listen to episode 101 for the full profile on Di Sarli. Let's take a moment to talk about historical context. Osvaldo Fresedo came of age as the early period of tango, the old guard, was coming to an end. The tango rhythm had a certain feel during that period, closer to what today we might call a slow milonga or a habanera feel. Jan, 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 jan. Fresedo played with Firpo and Canaro, key leaders of the old guard, and then during the 1920s developed his own style, which featured the more modern four-beat feel. Chun, 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 chun. The 20s and 30s were a period of great evolution in tango music. On the one hand, the De Caro brothers took the music in a direction of sophistication, new colors and harmonies, beautiful melodies. More about them later this season. And in the second half of the 30s, a more rhythmic style was brewing. Rhythm turned out to be popular with dancers, and a revitalization of tango mania was about to happen as Juan D'Arienzo and others paved the way for the golden age of tango as dance music. Fresedo, like his protege De Sarli, had the rhythmic goods for this new era and remained popular in the 1940s and beyond. 
However, like Desarly, he kept a subtle elegance in his style. As a composer, Osvaldo Fresedo has a firm position in the top ranks of the tango songbook, with a handful of tango standards to his credit, just about every single one of them with lyrics by his brother Emilio. At the top of that list is Vida Mia, a beautiful melodic tango he composed in 1933. A final word about personal style. Fresedo experimented upon the traditional tango orchestra lineup, adding unusual instruments like harp and vibraphone. The latter had a trademark sound in many Fresedo recordings, like this. One of Fresedo's protégés, Florindo Sassone, adapted many elements of Fresedo's style, including a very similar use of the vibraphone. Fresedo was part of a particular event in tango history that came about in 1956 when the jazz trumpeter Dizzy Gillespie visited Argentina as part of a U.S. State Department Jazz Ambassadors Tour. The program is still around today, but in 1956 it was brand new. Gillespie liked to research the music of every country he visited, and when he landed in Buenos Aires, he started asking about tango. Introductions were made and a jam session was planned at a club called Rendezvous, which was owned by none other than Osvaldo Fresedo. After Fresedo's orchestra played a set, Gillespie came on to improvise over four tangos, including Vida Mia. Arrangements have been made for a mobile recording and those tracks are still around, a tango curiosity and a rare meeting point for tango and jazz. Fresedo continued to record and perform all the way until his retirement in the late 1960s. In 1979, he came out of retirement to make a final album. In addition to El Once and Vida Mia, Fresedo had a handful of tango hits, a Rabalero, Tango Mio, Aromas, Sojosos, and El Espiante. Osvaldo Fresedo was born in Buenos Aires on May 5, 1897, and died there on November 18, 1984.